Hello, hello, it's Marta, your personal growth and development coach. Hi, hello, you guys. Welcome to my new podcast episode. So happy to have you here and share with you more about my Spanish journey, about moving to Madrid and reality of living in Spain, specifically in Madrid, because this is something what I'm experiencing every single day. And I had a long journey about it. And you probably all know it from the first podcast episodes and from my YouTube channel, which is Hello, It is Marta. If you don't follow it yet, go ahead, because I also share there a lot. And today, my reflection was to share with you some specific let's say tips, if you consider living in Spain, but also my very individual point of view. I'm not saying you have to feel or think the same if you are there, but it is something as I feel, as I receive Spain as a country. So Spain, first of all, I would say it's so different, at least from what I experienced living all my life before in Central East Europe that the lifestyle is really, really late. Everything begins late. Dinner time is 10 p.m. Even for families with kids, since I was au pair many times in here, which is an experience that you live with Spanish family, take care of kids and speak with them English, even though if you're not native as myself, it's absolutely fine. And that's how I came here first time. All of them always dinner at 10. It's really late because usually like if you wake up at 6 or 7 to do your work, whatever your work is, but that's how usually society works. We kind of wake up early during the week. You have to like go to sleep, I don't know, latest 11 p.m. or maybe middle night. But if you eat at 10, so you finish 10, half past 10 or even 11 if it's long dinner and, you know, a lot of talking and dessert and things like that. I don't really know when you have time to kind of digest it and go to sleep, you know, not feeling that full. And it was a big surprise to me because even when I lived in Italy, it was not that late. I could dinner in Italy at eight. When here in Spain, it's possible to reserve your dinner at eight in any restaurant, but then usually it won't be that full as it is 10 p.m. Another thing, it's a lot of social life a lot of people who are like quite open um, and they want to always go out. They want to have a beer. They want to have tapas. They generally spend a lot of time outside. That's kind of specific on this country. It's not only in touristic places. It's also in, yeah, every part of Madrid, honestly. Like you have those little tables on the street. People are drinking something. In the morning, they go for coffee and some little breakfast. And it's not that like luxury breakfast that you go to Starbucks or something. No, it's like this very typical Really, for a few euros, you can have great breakfast. It's not necessarily what I'm doing, but I'm sharing with you how it looks like in here. And honestly, it's cool vibe. It gives this very south of Europe um, culture. It's a bit similar to Italy, even though their food and the way they spend this free time, I still feel it's so different in many points that I can't relate. Like, for example, in Italy, they would like wake up extremely early and have this coffee. When in Spain, you can go 12 
uh, p.m. obviously, and you still can have full breakfast. And this is crazy. In Italy, it would be like lunchtime. I'm not saying in every part of Italy, just saying from my experiences when I lived in Milan or when I was traveling to some islands of um, Italy. And this is really interesting because on another hand, even though this social life is so busy and active, I feel like it's quite challenging to find really close friends. Maybe it's not a matter of culture, maybe it's a matter of any country if you are foreigner and you're starting your life there. But this is what I experienced, that all of my friends are from different countries. I have one best friend who is Spanish, even though their roots are not that Spanish at all, <laughs> but they are more Latin and the culture is, yeah, you can feel that then the culture is a little bit different. So this is interesting because on one hand it gives the feeling, oh, it will be so easy to make new friends. It will be so easy to have social life and reality is not really like that. You would maybe be fine to invite yourself into their groups and go out with them. But it's not necessary that they would care about inviting you by themselves and go with this initiative because they already have their friends. Usually from my experience, Spanish people, they have their friends like all life, kind of the same friends. So they don't need new friends. And it also makes sense because if you think about your own city or country, maybe you neither don't want to meet new people because you already have your friends. I'm always obsessed with meeting new people. I love it, but probably it depends how introvert, extrovert someone is. Another interesting thing is language and if they do speak English. So not really. Not always. It's not something like type of country where everyone will speak English. It's not obvious. Even if you're in the city center or even if you are in the airport, I had so many experiences like that, which was crazy because airport in Spain, in Madrid is really massive. There are like four terminals, flights all over the world. So I was pretty surprised we couldn't communicate in English. And it was back in time a few years ago, maybe like for something, so I didn't speak Spanish uh, neither. <laughs> Therefore, it was pretty, pretty challenging situation. But what's great, they are really happy to help. So even though they won't understand you when you ask something on the street or in the metro, they will do their best to help you, sometimes even too much because they don't know maybe what help you need, but they will try and you want to leave, but they are so helpful and I have to admit, like, this is really, really nice. They have this friendly attitude in general, and this is something great. Another interesting thing, and this is something you guys ask me a lot, especially on TikTok. And my TikTok, if you don't follow me yet, it's Hello, it is Martha. And it's, again, everything about being best version of yourself, but also daily life in Madrid, in Spain. So make sure to follow. And if it comes to work, well, if it's easy to get a job, whichever job probably pretty easy because like there are many part-time jobs and it's a very touristic country. So for some part-time experience or part-time job, it would be definitely possible. Probably again, Spanish would be needed but it's not this type of Spanish which you maybe need in corporate work. Therefore, yeah, I would say it's pretty doable. And they have many of those exchanges, like, as I mentioned, myself did a pair in the past and things like that. However, if it comes to like those big jobs in 
especially in English. It's not that easy. Marketplace is not the best. Um, pay, it's not extremely high. You really need to go to those big international companies to have something probably satisfying. Otherwise, it is not probably that attractive as if you would choose country as Germany or Switzerland. I mean, obviously, but I even when I compare it sometimes to Poland, I feel like there are more companies which would have even already job descriptions in English and things like that when in Spain is more, you know, like in Spanish and you really have to work in Spanish. And unless it's, I don't know what type of American company they would still require Spanish. So maybe my compare with Poland is not the best because, you know, it's always different and biased if you looked from your own country. But still, I think it is pretty challenging in here and it's possible. That's for sure. And that's the good thing. If you want to do it, do it. I would never say don't go to Spain because the work is bad or no, like you can do wherever you want. And Madrid still maybe not extremely, but it's pretty international. Like there are many people working in big companies from all over the world, honestly, not only from Europe, but also from America. Um, so that's, that's definitely possible to make it work. And another thing, which I've been asked a lot is apartment. How is it? Like, is it easy to find apartment? Is it very expensive? So first things first, I would say it is compare, comparable to like other countries in Europe. It is really easy. It's not that bad because if I see prices of apartment in France, for example, or in Milan, in Italy, like they are crazy. It's not like that in Madrid, really. It's not that bad. However, you have to put in considerations that the pay is also way different than it would be in France. So, you know, that kind of makes sense in this way, but it's not like then you save a lot because apartment would be cheaper. And what's more, the prices really increased in around one last year, maybe a bit more than one year. I remember I started renting my flat almost two years ago. It's like all apartment price is amazing, like really good. And in Spain, in Madrid now, when I check apartments, similar quality, it's like impossible. I see higher price and terrible apartment. And what's another thing, it's probably depending also like where, but I guess in city center mainly, apartments are made the way that you kind of hear the noise. And I'm not saying you hear the street when you open your window, it's pretty normal. But walls very often, and I probably mentioned it hundreds of times also in my channels, but you can hear. If you really want to hear your neighbors or you even don't want, you might hear them. And it's pretty annoying. So it's sometimes something to have in mind as well that there are usually no heaters. AC, yeah, I would still still say AC is something needed in Spain because it's sometimes 40 degrees in August. But heaters are definitely needed because December, even November, already like half November, December, January, sometimes February are pretty cold. Unless you have windows for sun, which can kind of heat it by itself, even in winter, then you definitely need heaters. 
But well, again, it's my perspective. Maybe you don't feel cold the same way and maybe for you it would be fine. But I'm sharing how it was for me. And is it Madrid like a good place to be? Like if the energy is good, if you kind of feel safe? Yes, definitely. Yes. Of course, you have to be careful everywhere, wherever you are. But Madrid have this vibe in the center that there are always many people. There are always a lot of police and you can definitely go even alone at night. I'm not saying somewhere far and somewhere where are not people, but because it's kind of a late nightlife and a bit of a party city, then it's making it very comfortable in this way. Food. How is it food in Madrid? It's pretty funny Spanish food to me um, because it's so different that I ever saw ever in my life. And they apparently eat so much of like potatoes and things like that. Um, but it's really, really good. Really nice. Really interesting. It's not probably for me to eat this type of food every single day. But I have few of my favorite things like tortilla de patatas, which is, you know, like um Spanish omelette, eggs and potato, and it's amazing. I'm even craving it for dinner tonight, honestly. So yeah, food is something cool. And you have all of those fresh fruits, all of those wonderful veggies. So you can really cook and eat healthy, like extremely healthy and drink these oranges every single morning because this is the sunny country where are all of those goods. So it is amazing really satisfied with food in here and whatever like aguacate was like never great when I was growing up here it would be like always good and last but not least what's cost of living I would say it's okay like it's not extremely expensive because again economically it's not this type of country you will also be paid extremely a lot but it's neither cheap. If you do grocery and you really don't think about it, if you're going to eat those things or not, or how you're going to cook, you can spend a lot of money. And I cut myself so many times on it that like I spent on so many unnecessary things. But if you do it consciously, if you plan your budget, if you think about place of living and way of living smartly, that's absolutely fine. Those Spanish type of going out for beer and tapas, things like that, it's not that expensive. So it's really cool. The same of those coffees and breakfast. But if you go to those cool coffee shops in more like North style or you go for fancy dinner or cocktails or champagne, Yes, that will be expensive, not Switzerland expensive, but obviously we can't compare countries like that. It's too different. However, yeah, it's not like if you live here, then you go to Four Seasons Hotel and it's kind of cheap. Oh no, it's really not for people who live here. But you can create your lifestyle. You can still go for things you like and afford them the, the right way, obviously. So those are my main tips and facts about like living in Spain. Again, all from my perspective. So really <laughs> let me know your thoughts and maybe you need any more advice with anything related to living in Spain and Madrid and moving here. And let me know if you have any of those questions on Instagram. It's hello, it is Martha and I'm looking forward to speak with you in one week. So hear you in the next episode. Bye.